listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. Uh, we hit a new record for late time recording. That's right. Previous record was Wednesday, <laughs> which is usually the day it's out. That's right. But we we held, we went another twenty four hours, so who knows? We just decided there's a lot of breaking news in the world. I was just fixing to say anything happening this <laughs> oh, week. Only oh, World War Three is kicked <laughs> off apparently. Okay, according to my Facebook, World War Three has mm-hmm. been kicked off. I, I don't know if that's true or not. I, honestly, as a person who doesn't consume a lot of news, I don't have a real clear view of what's going on. I have faith that our president woke up this morning. <laughs> You took, have faith that he woke up. That he woke up. <laughs> that he took his Centrum Silver and got to work at solving this global crisis. And I'm sure it's all going to be okay, right? Well, I tell you what, I, we'll just go right into it. Like, I don't have a, a story in front of me. Yeah. But if you haven't paid attention to maybe your stock portfolio today. Right. Uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. Hey, look. Right on time. Yeah. If you... if like me, you hold some stock for some oil companies. Been a good day for you. All right. <laughs> yeah. Been a real good day for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying. Yeah. But yeah, I tell you what, I was surprised. I really thought all this saber rattling was going to be Iraq's weapons of mass destruction. Sure. I mean, there was no evidence anywhere of an actual invasion other than President Biden saying that intelligence said that Russia had given the order and they were going to invade. Right. Well, I got to give him credit. They invaded right on time. (laughs) Nailed it. I I mean, mean, you could have set your watch by it. Sure. Well, I mean, I I, like to say, I don't know exactly what's going on. Like, I don't, I know that there are regions on the eastern border of Ukraine who consider themselves Russian and have. Yeah, that was the first thing. Yeah. Vladimir Putin had made a speech saying that they were going to recognize those. As two areas of Ukraine, they were going to recognize those as free states. Right. As, hey, these people, they don't consider themselves Ukrainian. They yes. want to be, there's like separatist factions inside there. Right. We're going to recognize them as something separate. Yeah. That's like. Uh, that was the that was like phase one. Yeah. Invasion phase one. <laughs> to put it in terms, people around here will understand. That's like Carbon Hill is like, we're not really part of Walker County. We're part of Marion County. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Or was that the free state of Winston? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> People don't know about the free state of Winston. Here we go. Super local, <laughs> local trivia here. Well, okay. There's no. a county in Alabama right. that remained neutral during the, the Civil, Civil War. War. Right. Now, Matthew McConaughey made a movie. I think it was called The Free State of Jones about Jones County in Mississippi. And he was like, you know. He was a star in it or whatever. Yeah, they stole all Alabama's thunder. <laughs> they stole I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a super local and old reference that you may not even get. They stole Looney Tavern's whole idea. Do you know what Looney Tavern no, is? No, I okay. don't. <laughs> That's how niche that is. Looney's Tavern was like a dinner theater up in Winston County. We're at Double Springs, somewhere like that. Winston had a dinner theater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it was like a musical show about 
that whole era of time and why they decided to be, mm-hmm. you know, an independent state during that time. Okay. Because people forget Alabama, northern Alabama, the county we're from, Fayette County, we did not vote to secede. Mm-hmm. You know, I, when we had the constitutional or the uh, secession vote, our representatives didn't vote to secede. Most, really all of North Alabama did not want to secede. We weren't large slaveholders, wasn't farming country. We got drug into the Civil War <laughs> by South Alabama, okay? We're the good Kicking people. Kicking and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what always makes me laugh if I go back to Fett and I see people like Rebel Flags. And I'll be like, yeah, man, your your grandparents, your great-grandparents probably weren't into that, you know? Yeah. Like, sorry, man. Also, how about this jumping on a side after they lost the war? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But anyways, I... Winston County, the free state of Winston, is akin to Ukraine and Russia. <laughs> yeah, practically the exact same thing. Pretty much one the for same one. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and Winston, actually, Winston County never voted to rejoin the Union either. So technically, I think they're still a free state. Well, if you go there, they got signs everywhere. Yeah, free state of Winston. That's I remember right. Me and Eric and our kids, we like went on a hiking trip to the Sipsy Wilderness and sure. we started seeing signs everywhere. Free state of Winston. What the heck is that about? That's right. And then we went to, was it Natural Bridge? Uh-huh. And we read one of those little plaques. And that pretty much told us everything we needed to know, <laughs> sure. made us experts on the free state of Winston. Now, a while back, Natural Bridge was for sale. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, it's not like a, a state park or anything. Right, right. You know, like, me and you could go buy Natural Bridge if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah. We could do whatever we want to up there. Anyway, it's going to be called Oddity Bridge. Sure. Boy, <laughs> 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 like, well, we went... We went from Europe to West Alabama, Northwest Alabama, <laughs> so fast. Can't even help ourselves. You know? <laughs> yeah. So anyways, all you need to know is that North Alabama didn't want to get in the Civil War. Really. Yeah, that's what's yeah. really important That's what here. I want everybody, <laughs> the homeland, most of any of our ancestors who fought were either forced to fight through conscription or joined, like, the home defense troop for their town to, like, if we get attacked, we need to mount some sort of defense to protect the women and children. So I did have a grandfather who lost his arm in the Civil War. Okay. There so. you go. Well... You'll be paying reparations one day, my friend, <laughs> and that's fine with me. No, there you go. Hmm. I'm I don't I don't speak on my ancestry and what we've the horrors we've committed <laughs> across the globe. So yeah, I blame my grandfather for marrying a Hager. That's Do what you get. You want to know an interesting family tidbit about me is one of my great great. You know, I, I don't tell how many generations great on my. Great grandmother's side, mm-hmm. Bobo's side, was the last head of the Crusaders who was defending Jerusalem when it fell to the Moors. Huh? Who? Yeah, his name is Philip de Bobo. All right, <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> so that's the stock I come from. You're right. basically sitting in a room of royalty. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Anyways, back to World War Three. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel sorry for the people of Ukraine. But we, I don't think we can get into another relationship right now. We're just getting out of like a 20-year relationship with Afghanistan. Also, that was Afghanistan. Sure. Russia is Russia. Sure. Russia is Russia. I don't think there is any heroin to be for our CIA to get in Ukraine. You know, Mm -hmm. like that's all in Afghanistan. (laughs) We left all that over there. So 
I don't I just don't think we're emotionally ready to get into another war. So I mean, good luck, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you get if I'm Secretary of State. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Hope y'all do okay over there. And sucks you're not in NATO, but that was kind of the deal we made with Russia back when y'all fell apart. So whatever. I have a question, and this is gonna sound I don't mean for it to sound cold. Yeah. You know, I I hate it for the people of Ukraine who are now flooding the subways because they're afraid of airstrikes. Sure. There's explosions going off. I hate that. You know, I will, hey, (laughs) I will pray for you guys. (laughs) And you know I will because I never tell anyone that I'll pray for them. That's right. Unless you're going to. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That said, I wonder why the media is so focused on Ukraine right now. Because there's humanitarian crises going on everywhere, yes. all over the world. Sure. I don't know if, you, if you're if you familiar, but like Burma. Yeah. The government in Burma is basically like the mafia. Yeah. And they just roll into people's villages and just take women to human trafficking. And they just take all their food and they just kill all the men. And then they just roll on out and let the survivors yeah. do what they will. Well, I heard and no one is doing anything because I remember I have a friend, a really close friend who was a missionary and mm-hmm. missionaries run in small circles, social yeah. groups where, and it's funny, they tend to know a lot about what's going on in other parts of the world. And they'll have like a friend who knows somebody who knows somebody who's like the leader yeah. of some small country you've never heard of or whatever. I asked him, I was like, well, why is this going on? Why is nobody doing anything? And he was like, well, what is there in Burma that the rest of the world wants? Yeah, there you go. That's why this is happening, because huh. there's nobody cares. Well, I was reading about another dictator. I don't remember exactly where he was from, but he was basically taking his citizens' money from their bank accounts and like taking their, their big semi-trucks and everything and, you know, like preventing them from being able to make a living and all. It was wild. I, I don't I, I don't know what third world country that was in, yeah. but it was, I heard it was something about that. Read. I think it was even if you if you donated money to the protest because you supported the protest. Yeah, I you think supported they, the rebels, basically. They would yeah. like freeze your assets too. Yeah, right. Even yeah. if you weren't protesting, you were just supporting them. They take your they were saying they take your money. Yeah, they, that's that's wow. like, yeah. I mean, whatever despot that is <laughs> in whatever, you know, thank crap goodness old country. <laughs> thank goodness we live in America. That could never happen here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it wasn't. I think it was uh, our good friend and former HOA member, Stephen Cash, who posted an article about the Fed wanting to get into cryptocurrency. Okay, John, I'm so glad you brought this up. <laughs> okay. That is your mark of the beast right there. Okay, I know you're you're down on Bitcoin and crypto. Uh, yeah. CBDCs, that's your mark of the beast. Well, my thing is like... uh Hey, you guys want them to be able to go, hey, y'all, you can't buy beer or whatever. We're just going to make it where you can't buy beer or, or anything, you know? Yeah. You want you want to have a baby? Well, no, you can't do that. We, we're turning off the cryptocurrency for all baby payments or whatever, <laughs> you know? Right. That's how that happens. I just want all y'all crypto bros to know that if y'all aren't smart enough. So I think we're on the same page there. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, yeah, basically end times type I was about to say, uh, for, for those who are not in the know, a CBDC or central centralized bank, bank crypto dollar something. I don't know. I just You lost C-B-D-C. me at CBD. C-B-D-C. You know? Anyway, the, what I'm, those, basically governments that issue their own cryptocurrency, that is- Central bank digital currency. That's it. Yeah. 
that is everything Bitcoin was built to to take down. Yeah. You know, that is everything sure. that Bitcoin was supposed to stop. Except so. probably the guy who's got the controls of Bitcoin somewhere, which they claim nobody does, right? <laughs> well, the thing is... is he, can, he can do the same thing, too. You know, <laughs> yeah. he can just be like, sorry, guys, you can't use us to buy cars. We got to walk everywhere. Well, it's a public ledger that computers all over the world are constantly re-verifying. Yeah. Sure. And the reason they're doing that, the reason they're keeping the books accurate is because all these computers doing that are competing for new More. Yeah, right. Bitcoin that is released into the system. Went to the gas station today by where we bank at work, and uh, they have a like, Bitcoin ATM in there okay. where you can buy and sell Bitcoin like in the gas station. Huh, how about that? I talked to the guy about it. He's like, you want to get into it? I was like, no, man. <laughs> no. I'll just take my my centralized uh, government-issued cryptocurrency. I will take my gold, my <laughs> physical gold and silver <laughs> that people have traded in since the beginning of time <laughs> over yeah. cryptocurrency. Real, and you know what? Real quick, since we're on the subject, I remember... When the gov- when the Canadian government was saying that they were going to like freeze crypto assets too, yeah, I know that got everybody talking and got everybody scared. But they, it's like they can't do that, yeah, unless they have an exchange, that yeah, is, into that is, into fiat currency, exactly. Yeah. So, and what's up with the name of fiat? I don't understand. Like I, I always thought fiat was a car. Like a crappy <laughs> car, you know? No, John is a crappy currency. Okay. I mean, my same thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that name comes. Let me, if only there was a way. <laughs> I see here. The funny part about it, Tiny, is you picked up your phone to Google and you have a laptop open in front of you. Yeah, but I, I'm way faster. It says fiat, a formal authorization or proposition, a decree or an arbitrary order. Okay. I.e., Uncle Sam arbitrarily says a dollar is a dollar. Right. And you will buy and sell in dollars. Sure. Okay. A dollar's probably worth about, what, 80 cents now? <laughs> you know, really? Well, I mean, it's worth a dollar. Sure. But right. Yes. Like, like compared to last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it goes up and down. Like, you, over time, you need more dollars right. to yeah. buy stuff because the Fed is... You print them up. We're just sending them out there, buddy. I mean, we, the money machine is running all the time down here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Like, go ahead and freeze my currency, Biden. I'll just have them print up some more. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, a lot of problems in the world. You know where there's no problems? Where's that? Here on the podcast. So let's talk about some real stories. <laughs> okay. What a, a, Do you want to go first or me? Uh, well, I feel like I went first. Yeah, I guess you did. Russia Ukrainian thing. So go ahead. Oh man, what? Well, let's go. Let's stay here in Alabama. Okay. And shout out to Stan. He sent this to us. I think he posted it in the group. I think it got posted multiple times. Um, suspicious. I have trouble saying suspicious. <laughs> suspicious packages at an Alabama courthouse turn out to be. Do you want to guess? I know you know because you saw it <laughs> yeah, already. I saw it already. A Taco Bell order. <laughs> This is on today.com. Even though this was last week. Sure. Yeah, this was on uh, February 16th. In today's world, it never hurts to be cautious. Even when the thing you have to be cautious about turns out to be a Taco Bell order. On Monday morning, 
The Tuscaloosa, Alabama hazardous device unit was called out to check into two suspicious packages located on the front steps of the federal courthouse. And once on the scene, they sprung into action. Now, the federal courthouse, downtown Tuscaloosa, very impressive building. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. only like maybe, what, eight years old? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's brand new. Huge building. Somebody spotted two <laughs> packages out there called the bomb squad. And uh, it turns out it was a bomb. Yes. TPD, Tuscaloosa Police Department, said on Facebook, uh, They posted several images of possibly dangerous materials. And with this quote, several officers officers responded, including motor officers who set up a perimeter around the building, blocking adjacent streets to vehicle and foot traffic. It says, uh, ultimately, the post indicated the packages were discovered to contain an an assortment of regular and Doritos Locos tacos, (laughs) along with four beefy five-layer burritos. At 8.20 a.m., less than a half of an hour later, the roads were reopened and the tacos and burritos had been safely disposed of in the dumpster behind TPD headquarters. Ugh, what a waste. Yeah, right. I mean, but also, you don't want to eat, like, really old tacos, you know? Well, how old were they? I don't know. Like, I would be, if they're warm, I'd probably still eat them. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm disposing of the this bomb-making <laughs> material. So this was on Valentine's Day is when it actually went down. And uh, <laughs> the article raises the question, who is getting Taco Bell at work on Valentine's Day at 8 in the morning? Well, somebody whose spouse loves them. That's <laughs> a significant true. other, like, truly adores that person. But, I, like, I, I don't know how your Valentine's went. Usually you think love is in the air on Valentine's. Yeah. Might not want to have <laughs> Taco Bell in the air. You know, on Valentine's night either. I like to think that first responder rolled up and he's like, ooh, that's Diablo sauce. I'm going to need backup. <laughs> uh, so, of course, everybody went nuts on Facebook and commented on it. It's just basically all the uh, all the stuff, the pictures they put was pretty funny. You can still mm-hmm. go to Tuscaloosa Police Department's web page or Facebook page and see the post. It's still up. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't. I wonder who called the law, you know, first without going over there and looking at it, right? And in my mind, there's not a Taco Bell close to downtown, and I don't know. Well, no, the, there's that one though. Oh, across. there is. Yeah, on Lurling Wallace. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Right across from the Jimmy John's. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I think happened. This is my hypothesis. Right next to the federal courthouse is Innisfree, which is a really popular college bar. Mm-hmm. used to be a really little bar in downtown Tuscaloosa. Then they bought another property. It's huge. Everybody goes there. When I was in college, it was like a, it was about as big as this room. <laughs> right. And that's where we hung out at a lot. Anyways, I think somebody got Uber Eats to bring them some Taco Bell. They're like, I'm going to go over here. I already had to leave the bar to get my food, sit down and eat it. They're probably drunk, got out. Got up, left it, because, you know, whatever, Sarah mm-hmm. fell in the bushes. Right? You know, we got to go rescue my friend, whatever. And then it sat there all night. Somebody saw it when they showed up to work, hmm. called the bomb squad, without <laughs> going to inspect the package first. And maybe I'm just the dumb one that'll get blown up by a bomb one day. But if I saw something sitting over there, I'd be like, 
Yeah, man, I'm going to go check that out. What is it? Well, I was about to say, when it, as far as bombs go, and I haven't looked at a whole lot of bombs. <laughs> not me either. But I have not very little bomb experience. But I have, I tell you what, I have seen a lot of, and that's Taco Bell yes, sacks. Right. And never once have I looked at a sack of Taco Bell and thought, that's a bomb. That maybe that's how they get you, you know? <laughs> well, now, Taco Bell, if you're not careful, will get you. <laughs> well, it is. Like in Alabama, and I think a lot of parts of America, you can be arrested for having certain uh, precursor elements, elements to make methamphetamines mm-hmm. together. You may not have methamphetamines made, but you got like Sudafed and ammonia and all that in your car. Right. They'll take you to jail anyways. So technically, this is probably precursor elements to a bomb. You know, <laughs> so maybe there needs to be some repercussions. Right, right. I don't know. Well, John, I have some terrible news for you. Okay. Right now, there is a ship in the middle of the ocean that is on fire. Oh, wow. And it's got your Porsche. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've been waiting for it to get here. I <laughs> know. The cargo ship Felicity Ace is aflame from bow to stern with a lithium-ion battery fire that can't be put out by water alone. Oh. It's just, I like to think the ship's just going to sink and remain burning. (laughs) Down in the bottom of the (laughs) ocean. All the way to the bottom. (laughs) The ship left Germany on February 10th and headed to the U.S. with about 4,000 Porsches, Bentleys, and other luxury cars aboard. Now, I also heard there were Volkswagens on there, too. <laughs> well, I don't you know. know. I don't know. Uh, some of those vehicles were electric, and it's not clear if the batteries contributed to the fire in the first place. A greasy rag in a lubricant-slicked engine room or a fuel leak are also usual suspects in ship fires, but the batteries are, on flames, are in flames now. And... If I'm not mistaken, the lithium, when it gets wet, is really, really bad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I have very little lithium experience. Yeah. Don't put it in water. Is lithium not a medicine, too? Like, don't people take lithium for heart conditions and stuff? Well, I know people take lithium. Okay. And uh, I I guess it's it's a metal. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. Which, I mean, iron. People take iron, too. Sure. Absolutely, they do. I don't like We're not medical experts. <laughs> That's why people like, tune in to hear us talking about taking metals. <laughs> for, for our listeners, here's what we've established so far in this podcast. We know absolutely nothing about foreign policy or foreign affairs. Number two. Not medical experts. <laughs> yeah. I would just try to keep a running tally yeah. of what we're not. Well, well as far as foreign policy, not counting free state of Winston. Sure, know a lot about that. that. I've been to Looney's Tavern. <laughs> Do you know, you remember Mr. Fowler, who was a choir teacher? Yes, he may have retired. I absolutely remember I, Mr. Fowler. Mr. Fowler really was. Ooh, 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 yes, right. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so... Until I was, I was in choir. Every people don't know I was in all state choir. I have an amazing <laughs> singing voice, by the way. I was in choir every year, and I never liked. Did Mr. you sing Fowler. the rhythm of life? I sang all kind of stuff. Okay, we sang some pretty hard stuff like uh, Schubert's, Schubert's Mass and G, Handel Messiah, the whole thing. I mean, not the whole thing, but like the Christmas Messiah and all that. We, we sang all kind of crazy. <laughs> we did shut the dough. Okay, also did show choir too. Okay. By the way, all right, I dance on you. I can box step and jazz hands <laughs> it up. I'm also an award winning dancer, but I don't need it. This story is not about me being an award winning dancer. Yeah. This is about me being an award winning singer. Uh-huh. He was. I never liked Mr. Fowler until I was like a junior in high school. 
He always got on my nerves. And then I made Allstate course, and we went to Auburn together. And he was like the coolest dude in the world. Anyways, so I, I really respect Mr. Fowler. I think he's a great guy. But he performed at Lo- – he was part of the cast at Looney's Tavern. That was like okay. a summer job. So that's huh. how I know all about it. All right. So there you go. Well, Anyways. I'm pretty sure that Iron is exactly <laughs> the same because I remember an episode of Family Matters yeah. where Stephen Urkel kept getting struck by lightning, and he found out it's because his transformation chamber, he had an iron deficiency. He had too much iron in his blood. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's confirmed. <laughs> we got to trust the science. <laughs> it's settled science. I love that phrase, too. Yeah. Don't get me on a rant on settled science. Yeah. Well, not, by definition, it's supposed to be unsettled, right? For the most part. I mean, yeah. unless it's a law. Yeah. You're yeah. right. And I mean, there's some things that uh, I guess, like, uh, what is it? We can't we can't physically prove gravity. We can only prove the effects of gravity. Yeah, this is going to blow people's minds. We have absolutely no idea why gravity does what it does. Yes, right. We know how it works. Right. We have, like, these complicated equations where we can plot, like, you know, planets way out in the yeah. cosmos and know what they're going to do by the loss of gravity. Right. But why it actually does what it does, we don't know. No clue. We just know that's what happens. Well, part of it is because we're on a flat earth and everybody <laughs> knows that. Okay. Everybody understands yeah. that. That's settled science, by the way. What is There's four known forces. Yeah. There's gravity, the strong nuclear force, the weak nuclear force, and electromagnetism. Okay. Like, for instance, like, like remember what was the... the the insane clown posse, they got clowned because they said something about magnets in one of their songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. That's a well, great song. I was about to say, positive charges and negative charges attract. Right. But we still don't know why they attract. Exactly. We just know they do. ICP, what, probably the greatest science rapping group, <laughs> at least of our lifetime. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Really great. What are their fans called again? The Juggalos. Juggalos. <laughs> What a wild name for fans. <laughs> the CIA there for a while were saying they were a domestic terrorist organization. Remember that? They were. Yes. <laughs> we talked about it on the show. <laughs> right. I think they went to court to say, hey, we're not. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. We're just super fans of like. We like to drink Fanta and do drugs <laughs> and listen to ICP paint our face up. You yeah. know, we need to have the freedom to do that. They're in Canada. The government would have seized their, all their assets. <laughs> all their That's right. <laughs> Took all their Fanta away. Anyway, so ships on fire. Oh, Fago. Yeah, Fago. It's not Fanta. Not Fanta. It's Fago. That's right. A step below Fanta, <laughs> really, in the hierarchy of sodas. Yeah. 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 Get it right, John. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm from Alabama. I really only know Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the ship's on fire, and I heard that. The crew abandoned ship, and if that happens out in international waters, it's basically finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Yes. So if we you want to- You, too, can have a flaming cargo ship yeah, right. that uh, you can't put out. Why can't we just push the cargo that's on fire over the edge into the water, and then we sell that bad- You talk about putting that on Lake Tuscaloosa. 
<laughs> Would it fit? I don't think so. <laughs> we could try. Yeah. I don't think we can get through the locks to even get up here. Like once we get past Mobile Bay, I think we're probably pretty dead on a big <laughs> tanker cargo yes. ship. It'd be kind of fun to try though. Sitting in a burned out husk of a Bentley. <laughs> like got cane poles fishing <laughs> on the side of yeah. it. Listening great. to gangster rap. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a party barge, though. Yeah. yeah, you get all your friends on there. Like, come on, guys. It's already been barbecued, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just pour that charcoal right on the deck. Light it up. It'll be fine. Listening to Biggie songs. Sure. But they're on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I want to give a shout out to my Aunt Melanie uh, because she sent me this next article. Um, my aunt Melanie is a great person. She's my mom's youngest sister. Um, just, she sends me all kind of crazy stuff and mm-hmm. she's super funny. So she sent this to me today. So this is fairly recent. In fact, the date on the article is from today. No, from yesterday, the 23rd of February. And it says, if you're looking for a true recipe for disaster, look no further than homemade and rocket fuel. Unfortunately, one student at BYU thought making his own DIY version of rocket fuel would be a good idea, and it ended about as well as you might expect. Large fireball, sprinklers flooding the entire dorm, and 22 upset students out of living for a while. I guess that means they don't have any place to live. Right. So what kind of dorm only has 22 people in it? That does sound like an awfully small dorm. Yeah. Yeah. There are like apartments in Tuscaloosa with more people living in it. I mean, it sounds like they're, the dorm is like a four-bedroom house. Maybe so. <laughs> they maybe, crammed 22 people in there. Maybe it was just this one BYU student and his 21 wives all living in one place. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no offense to my Mormon friends. Can't pass up a joke like that. Okay, anyways, police and fire crews arrived at the scene on Sunday afternoon after a fire alarm was... Uh, was heard or sounded upon inspection. The building was flooded with water and remnants of an intense fire still burned. The fire department quickly extinguished and secured the scene. It was revealed that a student had decided to try his hand at creating uh, rocket fuel on the stovetop. Not a great place for rocket fuel. Well, I mean, I, I don't want, maybe the article goes into it a little bit more because of course you can't expect me to read anything before I come <laughs> on air. It says a rocket fuel, as expected, rocket fuel is particularly volatile and exploded into a violent fireball as it was on the stove, which quickly engulfed the kitchen and sparked the sprinkler systems to douse the fire. Um, well, thank goodness you had a sprinkler system. Yeah. It says uh, it wasn't a small amount. The police lieutenant, Jeff Long, probably my cousin, <laughs> um, said in a statement, uh, he said it was, it really could have been catastrophic. It was unclear what type of propellant the student was cooking up, but judging from the blaze, it was probably something better kept to a controlled laboratory. Hmm. Um, now, it says he faces up to $100,000 for the fine and criminal charges. Imagine having to call your mom or dad. <laughs> like, I mean, are criminal charges fair here? I mean, I get he did a lot of damage and you got to make him pay for that, but he wasn't trying to set the dorm on fire, was he? I, I, 
I he was trying to discover so. a new rocket fuel. Right. I mean, this yeah. could save humanity. But here's the thing, Tiny. I may not try to kill you with my car, but I could potentially run over you by on accident and mm-hmm. hurt you. So, I mean, there are unintentional crimes that are committed every day, really. Yeah, but is that considered a criminal? Yeah, I would think so. Okay, I thought it was. I thought they had some kind of. Uh, okay, a list of things I'm not an expert <laughs> in. Law, law. Me either. I'm not a law expert. <laughs> but, but I thought that was the difference between murder and manslaughter. I don't you know, know, manslaughter is somebody got killed right. due to your negligence. Sure. Murder is I'm going to kill I'm this dude. I'm coming to kill you. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's true like yeah i may not intend you may be out here walking across the street and i may not intend to hit you or even mm-hmm. harm you in any way but it somehow it happens but you're like i'm i'm on the hook for manslaughter <laughs> i can't go my bad guys <laughs> just a little accident <laughs> whoops whoopsie look that, he ain't donating his organs anyway so. that post was super funny and i had to like it <laughs> <laughs> but uh I have watched videos of people making moonshine on their stovetops. I want to try it so bad. <laughs> I really do. But, Remember that show on Discovery, Moonshiners? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't watch much of it because I got the vibe that it wasn't really real. Well, the first season yeah. was really good. I, I get after after yeah, that yeah. first season, it's like, oh, no, this is made for well, television. Right. And Maybe the first season was too, but the, I will say the first season felt like they just right. found this guy and yeah. like, Filmed him. Well, I think who was it? Popcorn Sutton was like on the first. <laughs> he season. was legit. Yeah, he was legit. Which he wasn't. He's like, a legend of Appalachia. Everybody knows him. On on the first season, I think or did so. they just refer to him on Maybe. the first season? Okay. But my thing when I was watching it is like be the camera crew with the cops, and then be the camera crew with the moonshiners. Why wouldn't the cops be like, "Hey, camera guy, <laughs> tell me where the steel is. I ain't wandering around in the woods all night long," you know. I have no idea how they shot it. I just assumed they uh, they filmed a bunch of stuff with the cops, and then they filmed, a bunch, filmed of a bunch of stuff with him. But Maybe when you so. watch it on TV, it's all yeah, cut so, up and put together. Well, anyways, I, I want to do a steal. I've wanted to do a steal. Me and Mudhud have talked about it forever. <laughs> and when we first started talking about it, copper prices were through the roof. That, <laughs> <laughs> they haven't went down any. Well, we couldn't afford to do it then. Well, now that Russia's invaded Ukraine, you sure. can just kiss that dream goodbye. Yeah, well, I've become rich <laughs> since then, too. But the thing is, is I read an article the other day that in Prattville, uh, mm-hmm. a guy got arrested for having a steal on his porch. He was just making like a little, you know, it was like a little one gallon, which would be what I would do. You know, right. a couple of gallons. I'm not trying to no, make a living. They'll get you. Yeah. You do not do that. Yeah, you can't make your own liquor. Now, Unless you can make your own beer, you can make your own wine, but you can't make hard liquor. Unless you are willing to pay the government thousands of dollars sure. for a license. Yeah, oh yeah, you and taxes it. on it too. Yes. Right. No, they're not going to let you do no. it. You know why they don't let you do it? Because they want to make money. Well, back during Prohibition, Southerners, moonshine was a form of currency, basically. Right. That, you know, like if I needed a... a, a to buy a cow so I could have food for my family and I didn't have money, then I could brew up moonshine and I could sell it to you or trade it to you or mm-hmm. whatever. And the girl was like, Hey, we ain't getting a cut on this. We need to, we, we gotta, we gotta quash that down. We can't have people making their own booze. So right. that's what happened. The thing that creeps me out is that the first, so much of it you make, you have to toss out. Right. Cause it's toxic. Right. Right. Yeah. I forget what's in it. 
Oh, look, man, I don't know. But my whole thing is like, how do you how do we know when we get in the good stuff? You, just you know, gotta how have, much you gotta taste how it. much do you cook out <laughs> and then toss in the fire? I don't know. Before look, you're willing to okay, now we can put it in jars and we can, you know, mix it with water right. and temper it and all that. Do you know uh do you know about Foxfire books? No. Okay, Foxfire books are amazing. Okay. I would recommend everybody on this podcast buying every one you can get. They came out probably in the fifties, sixties, seventies. There's a there's a several of them. I have one. It's got everything in there up from how to witch from water or witch for <laughs> water, how to, uh, you know, clean and dress a hog, how to build a steel. It's got all the plans to build a steel. Is it, it like a slightly more practical anarchist cookbook? <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically, I mean, it's got everything in there from, I mean, stories about uh, people who would uh, like mumble your warts away or whatever. <laughs> Okay. You don't know about that? Mumble your warts away? I got a, I got a relative that could do it. So like, if you got a, a ward on you, yeah. he'll like hold it up close to your his mouth and, and mumble, and it'd go away. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Absolutely true. <laughs> Absolutely true. And like people, that's witchcraft. No, it's not. It's like it's like a it, it, they can like you know suck the burn or not suck the burns out of you. That sounds dirty, but like you know if you burn your hand, they can do stuff. You know, some people just have it and it's passed down. It's just like a, a power basically a that power. they have. Okay. Yeah, it really is a hundred percent true. <laughs> okay, yeah, I promise you this. The only way I know to get rid of warts is you have to kill a cat. And well, you I'm gonna have take to you go out into the cemetery on a full moon, and you have to tell the cat to chase the devil. Okay, and the warts to chase the cat. I learned that from Huckleberry Finn. Uh, okay, no, Tom Sawyer. Okay, well, look, you get a wart. And I'll take you to my uncle Ronnie, okay. and he'll take. There's he'll also another guy that Deidre knows. I think he's in her family that would buy them from. He'd buy your warts from you. Like he'd give you like a dollar, and your wart would go away. But if you ever spent the dollar, it'd come back. <laughs> you don't believe this? That's <laughs> true. Okay. Deidre's grandfather could witch for water. I've seen him do it too. That is that is strange. Yeah, or dials too. You know, a thousand rods. Well, now don't you use that to find like portals to the netherworld too? Maybe so. Like, what's the difference? Like I'm telling you, the world. <laughs> I know you haven't you haven't done as much psychedelics as I have. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> reality is not all of what it seems. I, I'm, I'm with you there. Okay, I, I I can't prove that. I can prove that people can mumble away warts. <laughs> I can prove that. I, well, I can't anymore. He's passed away, but I, it's documented on TV. A man that could pour hydrochloric acid and on not, himself and not, and not get burned. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. All that stuff is existing and it's real. And people laugh it away, but it's like a... Anyways, back to Foxfire books. <laughs> okay. It's basically uh, plans and chronicles of uh, Southern and Appalachian culture mm-hmm. that these people... Uh, compiled and put out in a series of books. Got everything from this is how you hunt a bear to stories about, you know, this is the uh, herbs and stuff that my grandmother would uh, cook up to to make a salve if we got bit by a raccoon or whatever. Right. So they're cool. I recommend everybody get them. Anyways, in the one that I got, it's got in print. I'm sure they are. Okay. Uh, I got a, I, the one I got, it's got all the plans to make a steel, how to make the mash for the steel. Because mm-hmm. you, if your mash ain't right, it's not going to taste great, too, and it ain't going to get you 
It ain't gonna knock you out like Which it needs I, was to. Say, I mean, it's liquor. Yeah, it's not supposed to taste great. So yeah, I speak. mean, it, yeah, right. I know. But it's you like can make coffee. it really bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can make it really, really bad. <laughs> okay. But anyways, so I'm, I'm, I'm still have the desire to make a steal, and mm-hmm. one day I will. But I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I think I can't. I don't think Dude will let me do it on the stovetop because you know it's kind of a long <laughs> process. I was about to say we got a creek out behind the house. Yeah, well, sure. Fire, some water. Sure enough way to get busted yeah. and go to jail. No, not really. Because <laughs> we can use propane, tiny. You know, yeah. we can use propane. They ain't putting out smoke or anything. <laughs> now, your neighbors, we might have to buy off. And this guy next door to you used to be a cop. He did. All right, we're undercover gonna to, cop. We're gonna have to pay him off. <laughs> yeah, he's also a preacher. Oh, that's double bad. <laughs> and we're living with a preacher's daughter. It's going to be tough to do it in a creek here. But I got a good friend by the name. I got some land in a cola. I say, I got a good friend by the name of Mud Hut who's got a bunch of land with water sources on it, too. So (laughs) we fired up to talk about it again. We got a couple of projects in the works, just in theory right now. So, yeah. Anyways, all, all that to say, don't make rocket fuel on your stove. You know, since you brought up steels, I really wanted. I, I got a story. Have you? Have ever? You ever heard? Have I ever told you this story? No. Okay. My grandfather, well, and my my grand, my dad's parents, they were from Ecola, which is pretty one. Here we go again. <laughs> super duper local. It's like a super itty. I mean, teeny tiny farmer community. Yeah. Right there on the outskirts of Gordo. Yeah. Between, Which is in and of itself a very small town. In between Gordo and Buell <laughs> yes. is a cola, right? Okay. So, in a cola, now, I don't know I don't know how I was related to this person, but my grandfather told me a story that he had two cousins and his uncle, it was the three of them, they were out there, they had a steal. Now, this is back during Prohibition. Sure. You know, and, and that's how... That's how a lot of Southerners, like you were talking about, that's how they fed people. Yeah, exactly. That's how you get money. Yes. You could sell corn and be poor, or you could sell moonshine and be slightly less poor. Yeah, right. Yeah, (laughs) very few people got rich moonshining, but some people did. Yes. Yes. So they had a steal out there on some land, and (laughs) their uncle died while they were out there making moonshine. Oh, wow. And so they had to pick him up. I mean, they can't just call the law. Right. They can't call anybody yes. to come get well, him. We got to drag him out of here. So they had to drag him something like like three or four miles Wow, out of there. And then they just set him on the porch in his swing. And said he and, died and, there. And, and left. And then they called the law. Well, they had to go finish their bats. They're running, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, we can't let this fall. We got to go get that, that liquor. Yeah, it's... Uh, moonshining culture is fascinating to me. You know, um, I don't know why we can't do it. Also, I think it would be a good skill to have to distill water for when, you know, World mm-hmm. War Three really does break out and we don't have water. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be a great thing to know for that, which I got the mechanics of it all down. It's just the materials to make it. It's all just perfecting out. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got to run and figure out how your batch is going to be and how to tweak your mash, make it like you want it. You got to keep your kettle from blowing up. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, your thump box and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, that's Moonshining 101. (laughs) (laughs) Where we didn't really, another list of things we're not experts on. (laughs) Moonshining? (laughs) We we know how it's done. (laughs) We know how it's done. But we've we've never never done done it. Yes, right. And yeah. we'd probably blow something up if we attempted it. I don't think I will. I okay. think I can do it. You know, 
Like I think I, it's like one of those things. I built that cigar box guitar. Mm-hmm. That was another mud hut thing. I built one. He gave me two cigar boxes. I built one. I gave him the first one. I was like, I'm gonna build another one, and then I just never have. Hmm. But uh, it was like that was one of those things that I was just like, man, I just know I feel it in my soul. I can make this work. Made an electric guitar out of a cigar box. There you go. Yeah. yeah. With a with a phone relay, really, was what I turned it to the pickup to make it electric. Cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is going to be my last story. And Tennessee man is accused of hitting his wife with a loaf of bread during a dispute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, we really got to get the law involved. Well, it depends. Like, you know, there's that hard French bread. You could probably do some damage with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was a loaf of sunbeam. I don't think it stopped at the bread, and that's why the cops got called. <laughs> I'm but sure. No matter how you slice it, a crime was committed. <laughs> <laughs> An East Tennessee man is accused of striping, striking his wife with a loaf of bread during a domestic dispute, according to the Monroe, Monroe County Sheriff's Office. Thomas Matthew Grand, 53, of Sweetwater, was charged with DUI, reckless driving, aggravated assault, and two traffic violations, according to the sheriff's office. Deputies were called to a domestic dispute on February 5th around 11 p.m. Deputy Dakota Reinhardt began following Grand after he saw the man back down a long driveway in an SUV and then run off the gravel and then cross the center line of the highway as he drove. According to the deputy, Grant admitted that he had been drinking, and when the man failed sobriety test, he was arrested. Mm. Grant's wife, Erica Grant, told Monroe County Sheriff Sergeant Tillman Steele that she had gotten into an argument with her husband who claimed that he was cheating on him. Erica said when the couple got home, the husband hit her in the face with a loaf of bread Uh, as she was trying to leave. The woman said Thomas Grant then hit her with a board, Mm. According to the newspaper, so I bet she laughed at him when he hit her with that loaf of bread. He's like, well, "I'll show you now." <laughs> so you- and I'm pick up his cutting board too. <laughs> I was about to make me a sandwich, but you're gonna get it. At yeast, they still have each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I there's no excuse for domestic abuse, right? Right. But if you want was running around with on you or whatever, I could see hitting her with a loaf of bread. <laughs> I mean, the loaf of bread is really the the best yeah, thing. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, you could probably do more damage with a pillow. Sure, yeah. Than with I mean, a loaf of bread. A bagel, really. Yeah. <laughs> you just like yeah. whip that thing around in a bag and hit her with it. <laughs> that hurt. Yeah. I don't like bagels. Do you like bagels? No. Me, I'm... I don't Dude, I'm, I'm Southern. I like biscuits. Sure, of course. <laughs> biscuits, top tier. I don't want you no know? bagel. Yeah. Like, who does? That's for like New Yorkers. Is that is that where is they're popular, I guess? I would assume. Like, Deidre, every once in a while, I'll try to work some bagels into the breakfast routine. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't want a bagel. You know? Unless it's got a pizza on top. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want a bagel. Yeah. No, I'm 100% for bagel bites. Yeah. <laughs> People around the world don't know probably about bagel bites. Yeah. And would be appalled by them. Um, well, this is a follow-up story, what I'm going to do, to a story we did a couple of weeks ago, I think. Um, an Ohio mayor who said ice fishing shanties may lead to prostitution. <laughs> I think that may have been a patron's okay. show. That's the kind of stuff but, we talk about in the patron's show. But for people who who are not patrons, yeah. first of all, you should be. Sure. But second of all, yeah, there was a mayor. He said uh, ice, ice fishing 
would lead to year-round huts on the ice, right. would lead to prostitution, prostitution. because yes. everybody wants to sleep with a hooker yes. in sub-freezing temperatures. Well, I mean, if if it's going to smell like fish, might as well. <laughs> uh, that's a fishing joke, Tiny. I don't know <laughs> what you're laughing at. That's a fishing joke. Yeah. Well, anyways, that mayor has resigned amid multiple controversies. It's probably for the best. Yes. Uh, Craig Schubert, that's the mayor, submitted his resignation Monday morning to the clerk of the city council and issued a statement. Uh, he made national headlines last week when he talked about fishing, ice fishing at the park, bringing prostitution to the city. Uh, and he also made news last year when he called for school board members to resign over an optional book in a college-level class at Hudson High School that he called Child Pornography. Um, Summit County Prosecutor Sherry Bevins Walsh's office reviewed the allegations and released a blistering rebuke into the mayor's claim and scores of threats against the school board that followed. So in his resignation statement, uh, he clarified his remarks on ice fishing. My comments at Tuesday's workshop were made out of concern for our community. What could become of unintended consequences of new legislation based on my prior television news reporting experience, he wrote. My attempt to inject a bit of dry humor to make a point about this in the midst of cold, snowy February was grossly misunderstood. Oh, the old, it was a joke. Well, and also it was February because February (laughs) is the worst month of all months, right? Yeah. And I had to like build in a day where we could make love in there (laughs) because it's so crappy. Yeah. Um, I was born in February. Oh, yeah. That's right. You were. A lot of people were. My best friend Mason, shout mm-hmm. out to him, his birthday's today. So. My birthday, Valentine's Day, Black History Month, nobody yeah. likes February. Yeah, I take back my, <laughs> in light of remembering it's Black History Month, <laughs> I take back my statement that February is a crappy month. But it's just like the weather's bad and yeah. it's dark and cold and all that. Well, shout out to Kevin. See, he's having a time in Kansas City with the weather <laughs> up there. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was real pumped up when it was nice weather. You know, he was bragging about it all the time. Uh, since the passing of my wife, uh, I have given considerable thought to the next stage of my life. Retirement is near on the horizon. Uh, with recent changes on the city council where six or seven seats have turned over, City Hall is entering a new era. My role as a change agent is complete. Um, so he was elected back in 2019. And uh, in 2018, he lost the Republican Party nomination for the Ohio's 37th district race. Did you, this is totally unrelated. Did you hear about the guy in Tuscaloosa that was running for the uh, state Senate and he got disqualified? The Republicans wouldn't let him on the ballot? No. Trip Powell, his family owns Powell Petroleum, used to own, was a part owner of the building that I rented for Rolly Poly. Okay. Um, pretty solid dude from everything I know. Was always up and up on his dealings with me. Mm-hmm. Um, had to call me a few times, ask for rent. I, I will admit that. <laughs> I had some tough times in there, but I, he got paid. Anyways, he was uh, he went before the Alabama Republican Committee or whatever, and they took him off the ballot because in 2018, he made a $500 donation to Walt Maddox, who's a Democrat's campaign for governor. Ugh. So... They're like, so no, you, you got to be all in or nothing. <laughs> you got to be all in, which is ridiculous to me. You know that uh, 
Well, first of all, the guy he's running against, Gerald Allen, super duper guy, makes a heck of a biscuit, by the way. <laughs> I, uh, he's fed me biscuits before. Great dude. Uh, he used to be a Democrat and he switched parties a long time ago, too. So I don't, well, this I don't is the get problem the reason with partisan politics. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And people were commenting on the news article like, yeah, Dadgum, we don't if you ain't with us, you against us and all that. And I'm like, dude, he owns a business and the mayor of his town was running for governor. Mm-hmm. And so why would you not give $500? Like $500 to us rich people don't matter at all. You know? <laughs> right. That's I mean, it has nothing to a that, guy like that's me. That's not going to buy a single ad. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's already got signs up, you know, he printed all this campaign materials and they're like, no, I'm sorry, you can't be on the ballot. What if he... What what if he just wanted to get it in? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. like he's a businessman, right, and this yes. is like his mayor. Right. I'll make a, a a contribution to his his campaign, right? And maybe I'll get a sit down meeting, and I yeah. can tell him I want whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and I think they brought up the fact that his parents had donated to uh, the Democratic Party at some point in time. Which is wild, you know, that like if I wanted to run as a Republican and my parents had made it a, a donation to the Democratic Party, like, no, you're not in on it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, that's, my, that's my parents. What's it got to do with me? You right. Know? Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's a really crazy situation that just is indicative of Alabama politics uh, for our listeners around the world. You got to be all Republican or you're no Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you donated to somebody four years ago and, the, and only $500. And we're talking about Alabama Republicans here, but I would assume it's probably the same on the other side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably so. <laughs> yeah. If I wanted to run as a Democrat and I had <laughs> yes. donated to Gerald Allen, they're probably like, no, you can't do it. In fact, uh, I remember back, remember when, I, well, I guess it's technically still going on, but all this Rogan canceling, there was, yeah, there was somebody who tweeted out a list of, right wing and left wing people that Joe's had on this show. And it was like, Hey, feel free to add to this list, but he's being awfully one-sided, you know, cancel Joe Rogan, whatever. Right. Well, one of the person people, one of the people that he had listed on the right side was Tulsi Gabbard. (laughs) 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 I mean, uh, Tulsi's pretty cool. I like Tulsi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's a little bit of a war hawk. I don't like that. You know, um, but I guess somebody's got. I guess somebody's got to fill John McCain's shoes. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's what John McCain for being a prisoner of war never saw a war he didn't like. You know, <laughs> right? He wanted to get us in a war all the time. Like, <laughs> look, rest in peace. And I don't want to speak ill of the dead. All right, but that dude loved going to war. Yeah, for somebody who was a prisoner of war, he was all about sending everybody else's kids to war. Yeah, never understood. Well, he had to do it. So yeah, right. you I guess too. so. If I had to suffer through. This crap y'all got to too. I don't know, man. When he died, everybody's like talking about how great he is. Like, man, he got us into like four different wars. You know? Yeah. Like that ain't cool. Anyways, don't get me on a John McCain kick. I get canceled. <laughs> well, you know who loves John McCain? Who? Cajun Girl, Bayou Bunda Spice. <laughs> We want to thank him. Voted for him twice in 2008. That's right. We want to thank them for their support. I'm kidding. Cajun Curl supports politicians on both sides of the aisle. In fact, it's doing more. They're by ensuring he will never be able to run for any office ever in the state of Alabama. But really, it's doing its part to end partisanism. 
Y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I can't get the partisan word out. Partisan politics. Yeah, partisan politics uh, across the world by bringing people together at the dinner table. Yes. Uh, and we want to thank them for all their support. You can check out them on their website, CajunCurl.com, where you can order their spice. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Uh, Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Heard you can make rocket fuel on your stove with it, <laughs> and it'll spice up the moonshine pretty good, too. Uh, on their website, CajunCurl.com, uh, like I said, you can order their Bayou Blended Spice there, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally in the greater Tuscaloosa-Northport area, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Lurleen Wallace Piggly Wiggly. All of their products are made in the USA so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. I don't think we have any voicemails this week i still got my trashy list oh that's right yeah you want to run through a few more let's do it i got 99 problems heard you have problems more money more problems okay i got to 25 um so well, number- okay for for people who may oh, yeah. have missed the last episode right these this is a listicle that john has put together <laughs> Of things that are trashy. Right. Definition of trashy being the opposite classy. Right. Right. And also with the caveat that while these items may, some of these items are on this list, it does not mean that I don't actively participate in them as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we made it through 25. Number 26, littering. Absolutely. Absolutely trashy. Super trashy. Yes. Um, number 27, this one hits a little close to home. Tying your hopes and dreams to a sports team. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, who don't do that? <laughs> Only normal people do that, right? <laughs> You're right. Uh, number 28, being barefoot in a business. Any okay. business ever. Uh, number 29, talking on a speakerphone in public. Which I think people have kind of gotten out of the habit, but Mm -hmm. you still get a few of them here or there. That annoys me, like at work, at the break room, Mm -hmm. when someone is watching a YouTube video. Yeah. And they just got the volume all the way up for everybody to hear. I know. Be courteous of other people. It comes with a set of headphones. Yes. Use those. Um, Number 30, not tipping at least 20%. Okay. (laughs) Always. Well, 20%. Used to be a gracious tip. Sure. But you're saying that should be base. That needs to be your minimum. Like, if you can't <laughs> afford to tip 20%, you don't need to eat at a restaurant where tipping is expected. Right. That's my that's my opinion as someone like who's McDonald's. worked in a restaurant <laughs> for forever. Yeah, go to McDonald's. Right. Well, now, I'll say this. Now, I, I don't go out to dinner anymore. Okay. Ever since COVID hit, I, ain't, I don't think I've been to a single sit-down restaurant. Oh, wow. There was last year, which was 
almost a year ago, me and Tara went. We went out to dinner for our anniversary. Okay. But where'd y'all go? Somewhere nice, like Olive Garden. I think we went to Southern Ale House. Okay. All right. So That's it was a good pretty, one. pretty nice. Yeah. But I think it was a year before that, and it's been almost a year since. Like, we just don't do that anymore. But I I will say my one pet peeve is I don't want my glass to get empty. Okay. So you're one of those people? I'm one of those people. Hey, I don't care that you got, like, 15 different tables you're waiting on. No, You better be here at my beck and call. I don't don't want to hear this ice rattling in my glass one bit. Absolutely. Okay. All right. If you got 15 tables. I need to add that one to the list. (laughs) If you've got 15 tables... Maybe you need to hire a couple more waiters. Is it the waiter's fault? <laughs> no. Oh, well, yeah, all right then. Yeah, you need to go talk to the manager, Karen. Um, number 31, smoking cigarettes indoors. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't mind people smoking cigarettes, but I don't think you should smoke indoors. This isn't the 80s anymore. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much cigarette smoke growing up. Yeah, it was, was everywhere. There were ashtrays in the back seat of cars and in the doors of in the front seat. People smoked everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and then we just quit for some reason. Everybody started vaping. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, nurseries had ashtrays for the nursery sure, Right. Yeah. People smoke in church. My grandfather and grandmother in their like senior yearbook, there are pictures of kids in class smoking, like in high school when they were seniors in high school. Yeah. My my Papa Lawrence's like little senior blurb is like, he loves Dorothy, who's my grandmother. He loves Dorothy and his pipe because he smoked a pipe. You know, props to the tobacco companies. Yeah. Also drove the school bus too, which is wild. You just have a student hauling other kids to school. You know, that's how it was back then. Okay, number 32, intentionally bad manners. I don't like, like, if you know better, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, now, people can make a mistake. You might use the wrong fork at dinner or whatever because you don't know. That's okay. But intentionally having bad manners is not cool. Number 33, a Calvin peeing on anything bumper sticker. <laughs> that is like one, one small step above truck nuts. Sure, it is. <laughs> On the hierarchy of yeah. trashy truck accessories, at the very bottom, truck nuts, one step above that Calvin piano. I saw one the other day, and I couldn't get my camera up before he turned because I was driving. I was trying to be safe, take a picture. Mm-hmm. But it was a Calvin peeing on FJB, which stands for Screw Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, so are you against Joe Biden, or are you, or, or are you for Joe You're Biden? You're against people who were saying Right, that. yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't think this person understands what the sticker means. <laughs> well, you couldn't put uh, Let's Go Brandon and sure. peeing on that. Right. Well, <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, now here's one that'll hit close to home for you, Tiny. Leaving the Waterford sticker on mass-produced crystal, okay? Wait, what? <laughs> That's all right. If you don't know what it means, it's fine. Uh... <laughs> Or 35, putting ketchup on hot dogs. Ketchup does not go on hot dogs. Hot dogs are mustard only. They, Everybody knows that. There, there's some ketchup on my hot dogs. Exactly. I guess that just makes me white trash. I know it does. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, number 36, being late to anything ever. That's trashy. Uh, and number... Oh, no, I'm going to go through number 40. Okay. Okay. That's a good stopping spot. 
Um, number 37, using a handicapped parking space when you aren't disabled. Absolutely. The, those people are the worst. I remember my grandmother, like when I was a teenager, she would say, I'd want to go to the movies or something. And she'd be like, well, take my car because it's got a handicap sticker. Right, yeah. You can stick in the front. Yeah. And I think I like did that a time or two. And then one day it just kind of dawned on me. I was like, man, this is a right. terrible thing to do. <laughs> Just based on my experiences at like Walmart, yeah. it must be super easy to get a handicap hang tag. Because <laughs> yes. when people get out, and I know Especially people, for the morbidly obese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't want to be insensitive to people who have disabilities. But let me just say that straight off the bat. <laughs> I don't want to be insensitive to people who have disabilities. Here comes the butt. Yes, but <laughs> if I see you get out of a handy a car in a handicapped space, you need to have at least a limp or something going on. All right, like if you're walking normal like me, but you're just fat, then <laughs> then. I, and I know people have. What hit. about what about walking really, really slow? <laughs> That's fine. You can walk slow from the back of the parking lot like I do. You know. I, I, and I know people have disabilities that you can't always see, like back issues and everything. That's what I always, because I try to assume the best in people. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, well, they probably got something wrong with the back, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like Mr. Eddie, you know, he, right. he needs it. I don't know that he has a handicap tag, but uh-huh. he needs one. Right. You know, he struggles walking around. Yeah. But just to look at him and be like, oh, he looks like a normal guy. But uh-huh. He's got back issues. So, anyways, you need to have a limp at least. <laughs> um... Number 38, selling essential oils. <laughs> yeah. Can we add any sort of pyramid scheme? I think I have uh, other pyramids listed later <laughs> okay. on, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I don't know if I've ever had a run-in with essential oils. Oh, man. Look, I do don't remember. let them get on it. <laughs> it is a wild ride. I do remember years ago my wife talking about some kind of something. Yeah. It was like... I don't know if it was essential oils, but she was just telling me she had a friend that sold these oils. It sounds exactly like essential yeah. oils, but she was saying we needed to, or she wanted to try some of them out. I don't think she ever did, but now looking back, I may have really dodged a bullet there. Well, Hudson, when he was younger, would have trouble going to sleep at night. Uh-huh. Um, and so somebody was like, he needs some lavender essential oils. Mm-hmm. And so Dave was like, sure, like let's get, let it, let's get some. So then we had to go through the whole spiel <laughs> or whatever, you know? Because you can't just buy some. No, right. You also have to be as distributed. <laughs> yes, right. Because <laughs> then you get the discount, you know? Yeah. And so I listened to the whole thing. <laughs> and and then I hit them with my normal line, like, I need to see like at least a PL sheet from from this to see if this is gonna be anything that I can make money. And then everybody's like, well, what's that? I'm like, well, it's not a legit business. Like, <laughs> like I, don't, I can't do it. If you can't at least provide me with that. And I know you can even doctor your numbers on that, but I just want to see it because I know you don't have one, you know? And uh That's just my clever way to avoid any right. further discussion. But I added this, and the lady hasn't talked to our family since then. Unless you got some oil in there that makes my wife horny. <laughs> <laughs> no. and she, well, John, that is the one thing yeah. that is 
That's holding all this back. Right. That is the silver bullet that will instantly mint you a million. If well, you can I think, find that. I think it's called Spanish fly, you know? <laughs> well, okay, look, Spanish fly is a myth. <laughs> no, it, it has to be. Because if it was real, it would be everywhere, yeah, John. It would be everywhere. I know. I know. That but, is how I know it doesn't exist. But what's amazing, Tiny, is so I'm a little older than you. We grew up. Uh, we weren't friends or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that you know what Spanish fly is and every guy who has listened to this, at least in our age range in the United States, knows what that is. Is amazing because that, <laughs> that information got spread prior to the internet and everybody knew about it. I was like, man, I can't wait to get my hands on some Spanish plot. I think that there are scrolls like buried <laughs> in Babylon where people are talking about Spanish plot. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Number 39, dyed hair. <laughs> okay. Any kind of dyed hair. I'm Any not kind just, of dyed yeah, hair. Yeah, I don't like dyed hair. All right. Like, everybody just needs to have the color hair that God gave them. Or evolution gave them, depending on your <laughs> worldview. Okay? Like, that's just what you're stuck with. Except Some of us, women. No, no, I don't like... Deidre, every once in a while, she hadn't done it a long time. I, like, put some little highlights in her hair. And I'm yeah. like, no, no, I don't like that. I like you like you are. You know? But that's just my thing. Um... Number forty stealing. Oh, yes, there you go. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much universal. It's a commandment. Uh, don't be stealing. My grandmother's dead now, so I feel like I can talk about her. <laughs> she loves stealing. Sure. <laughs> I mean, Howard Johnson towels, <laughs> soaps, pins <laughs> off the maid rack. <laughs> she loves some stealing. Good. Good for her. <laughs> Mimi. <laughs> Not Mimi. Oh. It was Mumps. Oh, My mumps. grandmother. Okay, alright, Mumps. Oh, yeah, I want to indict Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> she is the opposite. Yeah, Mimi, no. Mimi's the opposite of that. Yeah, she leaves extra yes. for people. Yes. So that's my trashy list. Gotcha. Alright. Well, John, we've also got some questions... Okay. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. Seems I can find what we left off. Just ask the same ones again. <laughs> I won't remember. We have two questions. Two. As All a matter right. of fact. Well, it's been popping off in the old questions. <laughs> if you would like to ask John some questions, you can head to our Discord server. We may need to start thinking about other bits sure. <laughs> we can do. I just keep coming up with trashy stuff. <laughs> Uh, our first question comes from Stan. What does URL stand for? Ooh, I, I don't know. I really don't know this. I'm going to guess with universal remote location. Do you know what it stands for? This seems like it would be more in your vein than mine. I know exactly what URL stands for, John. Okay. It stands for Uniform Resource Locator. Okay. A URL is nothing more than the address of a given unique resource on the web. In theory, each valid URL points to a unique resource. Gotcha. Okay. Right off the top of my head. Sure. Okay, that's perfect. Thanks, Tiny. <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, our last question, why do we say $4, but it is written with the dollar sign in front of the number? Like, why do we put the dollar sign before the numbers instead of after the numbers? That's a good question. Uh, to me personally, I know I see that and I immediately in my brain think, okay, they're talking about money. Yeah. It like gets me ready 
yeah. my brain ready to understand that this is currency they're True. talking about. So I don't know. Do you know what we call a buck a buck? Why? Because a lot of back in the frontiersman days, they would trade in buckskins. Oh. And so then when when money started coming around, like the value of a buckskin was like that of a dollar. And so they would call it a buck. Hmm. Well, there you go. Do you know why we call them greenbacks? No, I don't. After the Civil War, you know, the, the North, they printed up a lot of money. Sure. And that what this was, uh, it was... You mean to tell me the United States government just prints money at will? Well, what it was is you would loan your money, goods, or whatever, and they would give you this little certificate. Uh-huh. And it was green, and you were supposed to be able to, like, cash this in later. Yeah. That was called a greenback. Okay. And those started getting traded as currency. Yeah. The South did the exact same thing. Yes. Theirs were called Dixies. Yes. Now, when the South lost the Civil War... All those Dixies became worthless. Yes, overnight. Yeah, no. Yeah, didn't matter how many Dixies you had. Yeah, you weren't getting paid. The Confederacy was paying you jacks. They weren't giving you anything because right. they had no money. Do you have but any pe- Confederate money? No, I do. Oh, do you? Yeah. All right. That's not. You can buy it on eBay. It's John not is canceled. No. <laughs> no. I remember an episode of Andy Griffith where a guy had like some Confederate money. Oh yeah, and he thought he was rich. And then, they, but then they were like, "Dude, that's not worth anything." Huh? I don't remember that one. Well, anyway, but greenbacks—they were worth money yeah. because the North won, and right. so everyone started being like, "I don't want—I don't want any Dixie money. I want some greenbacks. I want greenbacks." Yeah. There you okay. Go. There we go. Uh, uh, that'll do, and that'll do it for questions. That's all. There we go. Okay. Well, as this free show draws to a close, one thing that we need to do, John, is we need to thank our patrons. We thank you all so much for everything, for supporting us, for being active in our Discord server, for yeah. sharing our posts on social media, for listening, for all the things you do. And for those people who have become patrons, who have gone above and beyond, we thank you all so much. We would like to thank, by name, those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those fine individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will, yep. and our newest patron. Ah, hot <laughs> off the presses. I yes. mean, joined right before we hit record. Mr. Patrick Finley. Okay. Coming in at the $50 tier, nice. which we didn't even have. That's what we're talking about. Thank you. That is so much. Yes. <laughs> um, I wanted to shout, or I wanted to mention while we're talking about our patrons, the driver is going through a bout of COVID, having a little rough time. So for everybody out there, you might want to throw a prayer up, not tiny, because he will never pray for (laughs) anyone. Even (laughs) tiny. And if you're not the praying type, do whatever it is you do. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know, like good vibes or, you know, I don't know what y'all do. Hail Marys. Well, I don't think the the non-praying type, they don't do Hail Marys, do they? No, they do uh, score Darwins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, pray to the flying spaghetti monster or 
Yeah. <laughs> Call on the ghost of Richard Dawkins. Is, is he dead? Or which yes. one's dead? Or is Hitchens Absolutely. dead or him? Hitchens is uh, somewhat, well, I, that's probably been about 10 years now. He's gone too? Yeah. Oh. And he was, well, <laughs> Hitchens was scared to death that, because you know what we Christians like to do, right? Sure. <laughs> when yeah. the skeptics die. Yeah. We like to go around and tell everybody that they converted to Christianity exactly. right before they died for of some course. reason. I don't right, know why yeah. we do that, but we do that. Yeah, because it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to mess with them like you're dead now. <laughs> you you know, can't, you're can't burning see. in hell. You can't do nothing. <laughs> not, only, not only that, but now we're going to tell everybody that you agreed with us in the end <laughs> after right. all. You figured it out at the end. Christopher Hitchens was scared to death yeah. that they would say that about him. So he told all his friends and family and wrote opinion pieces I will never ever right. convert. And then to he did right before he died. <laughs> it was amazing. He went through all that, and at the very end, he was like, "I was wrong about it all. Yeah. There is eternal life." He repented of his sins. He, he was writing another the, book called "God Is Great After All." That's right. But he didn't finish yeah, it. Yeah, no. All, uh, they said Richard, Richard Dawkins picked it up and burned it. Yeah. He didn't want anybody yeah. else to read it. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> now, the Church of Christ think he's still going to hell because they weren't <laughs> able to baptize him. So, <laughs> Yeah, and he liked music in this sanctuary. Right. And he had an organ playing. <laughs> <laughs> no offense uh, to our Church of Christ. I don't even know. How, how do we even get on that? I don't know. Man, we've we've <laughs> wandered through some waters today. I bet you old uh, Mr. Finley, who just plays his Patreon, they're going to be like, I'll take that back after listening <laughs> to this one. Like, know these dudes are idiots. <laughs> well, we thank you so much. And if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earth oddity. We have several different tiers, but the $5 tier gets you pretty much everything. Yeah. And also, I haven't mentioned, this is not for patrons. This is for anybody. I haven't mentioned this. Uh, Spotify, about a month ago, they started doing like podcast ratings. Oh, yeah? So if you do happen to listen to us on Spotify, yeah, it would be super cool if you just went up there and clicked five stars. I'm, Even I'm, if you think we're a three-star show, sure, just go ahead and click five. I've been listening to it on Spotify. Now that I'm a premium Spotify, you know, I'll pay for it or right. whatever. So, yeah. yeah, I've been listening to a Spotify. I'll go rate it. Tonight. Yeah. Nice. There you go. And we'll have two ratings. Yes. <laughs> Mine will be the one star. <laughs> uh, remember Big Buck Down? I do remember Big Buck Down. <laughs> Way back <laughs> in the beginning when we were on iTunes before all the before Apple started <laughs> shadow banning yes. us. Tim Cook hates us because he's an Auburn man. For like a long time, we had... We we asked people who knew us to go rate us on iTunes, and a lot of people did. Yeah, we had several. And we had, I think we had like 50-something five-star ratings, and, yeah. and we had one one-star review. That's right. Who said, it's just not that great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and this was week one, yeah. like when nobody knew we were doing a podcast <laughs> except our close friends. It had to be somebody and so we were we like, knew. okay, it's got to be somebody we yeah. know, but we never knew who it was. If you're out there, Big Buck Down, just call in and let us, and just give us a shout out. Because yeah. you got to be somebody we know. Uh-huh. You don't even have to reveal your identity. And now that all those ratings and reviews are gone, 
you yeah. know, we win. That's right. <laughs> we win it again. Now, nobody can find our podcast on Apple, but we win again. Yeah, that's fine. I'm. Oh, we're going to move to Spotify anyways when they offer us $100 million like Joe Rogan. Or $1 million. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe 500000 I can't take a pay cut for, for $1 million. You know, yeah, but we could just take that money and still do this as a hobby. Sure, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, there you go. Not full time. Yeah, right. Okay. We just we just get we just take a huge check. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. cut us a check, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, look, I will do whatever you ask, except you know, I eat won't a eat a baby. <laughs> won't eat a baby. Right. right. Which I got proposition to get into the Illuminati again this again. week. Okay. Yeah, man. It was on Facebook this time. They really want me. Let me <laughs> let me find the message and read it to you. Um, it was like, greetings. Welcome to the Illuminati world, bringing the poor, the needy, and the talented to the limelight of fame and riches. Because that's what the Illuminati is known for, <laughs> well, is trying to help the poor. He said, are you interested? And I said, well, I'm not sure if I fit the profile. I am not needy, poor, or talented. <laughs> and he never responded to that. <laughs> they were so, like, oh, yeah, you don't fit the profile. Right. <laughs> But this is a guy he friended me on. I've been getting a lot of friend requests on Facebook lately, and mm. I never know if they're like people who listen to the show or anything. Yeah. And um, so I just or approve Russian them all. Bots. Yeah, they could be Russian bots, whatever. <laughs> I just I just approve them all, whatever. My yeah. life's an open book. And uh, and he asked me to be in the Illuminati. So oh, all right. But he didn't like my jokes. So <laughs> Illuminati does not have a sense of humor at all. Well, anyway, speaking of the extended show, what are we going to get into in the extended show? Well, I'm going to talk about a man sawing off another man's leg. Okay. Yeah. I have a story about a woman giving away her breast milk. This is something that we've, this is a topic we've tackled before in the past. We're going to talk about it again. Okay. And it being the patron show, we might, I feel like we got some Epstein updates that we may just briefly discuss. All right. That's cool. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? No, that's it. Just uh, if you're listening to the show, tell somebody else about the show. If you just got a particular episode you like, not necessarily this one, you can point them towards that one too. (laughs) That'd be fine. That's the best way we'll spread the show and grow audiences by word of mouth. And we're relying on you to do that because we both will, we're lazy. So <laughs> right. not tiny, but I am. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, we got families yeah, and that's full-time right. jobs. Yeah, we got full-time jobs and families. And I know you do too, but it's just tell somebody about it. That's yeah. fine. Share their stuff on social media. Follow us on all our social media and interact with us. That'd mm-hmm. be cool too. Yeah. And rate and review us on Spotify. Yeah. You download Spotify, rate and review us on there as we want to get on that Rogan money, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll even take last podcast on the left money. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but I'll take it. Yeah. It was another one that got some kind of deal. We don't know okay. how much it was. Oh, okay. But they got an exclusive deal, too. Okay. So, so for just on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Come on, Spotify. Holler <laughs> at us, man. We're already off Apple. <laughs> yeah. They hate us. <laughs> I don't know why Apple hates us, but they hate us. <laughs> Yeah, if you'll if you'll not censor Rogue, if you'll not, you know, cancel Rogan, yeah. then you would love our stuff. Oh, dude. There's so <laughs> much stuff that taken out of context or even in context <laughs> would get us canceled. Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on all those. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. 
If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. We've got show art. You can check that out on Instagram, underscore Earth Oddity there. We've got a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. All right, patrons, welcome back. I just now realize you are your kids have been rowdy in the background yeah i don't know that it'll make it on a podcast or anything i have some uh programs that are pretty good about filtering okay. all that stuff out so i don't really care if they're in there i mean i get <laughs> that's kind of what we do